You're listening to From Here with Delia and Dawn, featuring fresh perspectives from Asian American parents who are striving to build community and raise kids with socially conscious and anti-oppression commitments. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Hi, listeners. Welcome to another episode of From Here. I'm here with Delia. And how's it going, Delia? Good. Things are going well. Uh, Today, actually, the date we're recording, this is May 31st. It's so weird. Yeah. So happy end of Asian Pacific, Asian American, Asian American Pacific (laughs) Islander, Asian Heritage History (laughs) Month. Yep. (laughs) The month is almost over. (laughs) Yeah, the month will be over for, well, for me in in approximately, what, four and a half hours, (laughs) right? It's been such an interesting month, right? Yeah. It really feels like the first of its kind because it's, um, well, because I work in higher ed and I do, you know, my background is working in equity, so every May I've been doing stuff for, Mm -hmm. you know, APA Heritage Month, right? But this year, because of all of the, I think, heightened awareness, Mm -hmm. right? There was like this explosion of stuff, Mm. right? So can we like, can we take a minute to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So listeners, this episode, we're going to be talking about Things we did for AP Heritage Month, right? Some reflections on AP Heritage Month and, you know, what happens tomorrow when it becomes June 1st. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So, you know, what was APA Heritage Month like for you, Delia? I mean, you know, what do you usually do? And then what was different about it this year? Um, It's like so weird because like this is like our second like pandemic may right so i'm kind of like wow what did we certainly didn't do anything last may um which just sort of feels like wow like 2019 may feels like a lifetime ago um you know i think i think the thing that's hard for me is like i feel like i was sort of disappointed um that i didn't feel like like may was any different this year, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just sort of where we sit. Um, it didn't feel like there was like suddenly like more interest um, and awareness or just more urgency. So I think I was trying to wrestle with that a little bit because I sort of expected that there would be, um, but it just didn't feel like there was like a lot more happening just to bring, you know, awareness and conversation, you know, to the Asian American Pacific Islander, like, community where I am. So it, it sort of felt like, wow, like, our we really do have short-term memories, you know, in terms of, like, what's front and center in our minds. So that was sort of, like, my experience of this May. So that's interesting because I just got through saying, like, I felt like there was an explosion of stuff that happened yeah. this month. Yeah, and you, you, I mean, didn't, you didn't experience that at all, right? Um, not it just it just it like it didn't feel like that to me, you know. Like I was, I'm the parent that like emailed like my 
elementary school kids teachers and said and like said like hey it's uh asian american pacific islander heritage month you know here are some really great books that you could do as read alouds like for your classes. And like both Uh of my kids' teachers said, wow, thanks for sharing. I hadn't heard of these books. Oh. You know, so I was just kind of like, really? And, you know, in my email it was like phrased as like, hey, like, you know, there's, you know, this uptick in anti-Asian violence, you know, the everything with with COVID, like – you know, to, to put that piece in context and, you know, the, my, my kindergartner's teacher said like, oh, you know, thanks for sharing. You know, I don't know if we have these books in the school. And I said, I will get, my kid will bring all of these books to school for you and you can read them. And she was like, really like grateful and like read them. But I was kind of like, oh, okay. It wasn't, it just didn't feel like it was on there on the mm-hmm. radar, you know, mm-hmm. for kindergarten, which sort of seems like Really? Like, you could just, just for, you know, it doesn't have to be a big curriculum overhaul. It's just, you know, the read aloud books. So, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. But that's so interesting to me. I have, I have a couple questions because, (laughs) like, that's really surprising to me because I feel like there are so many people who, at the very least, right, are trying to, how do I say this? Do, APA Heritage Month on a basic level. Yeah. Right. That to have this not on the teacher's radars at all. Yeah. I mean, that's really surprising to me. I mean, maybe because I'm in the Bay Area. I don't even know because it's this weird experience because I am in the Bay and there's a lot of stuff that happens. But then I also see stuff on social media of like people outside of the Bay, like trying to do stuff. But then I hear you and your school district. I mean, though, truth be told, right, like in thinking about you know, my son's school district, um, I actually didn't really see anything, but that doesn't mean that stuff wasn't happening in the classroom, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that um, we have an anti-racist coalition, right? That's with a couple of groups in, um, you know, the Bay Area. And um, there was, you know, there were APA Heritage Month, you know, celebratory you know, mm-hmm. at least like acknowledging famous people, you know, in books and stuff like that. And then I actually, I held a, um, a book discussion on Erica Lee's book, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just weird that people aren't even thinking about like these basic things on how to incorporate. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think there's, I think there's definitely like, you know, broader sort forums, like, you know, in, in this, in the town that we live in, but I just sort of really wish that there was more you know happening I think is you know I think because like my lens is like through my kids like why does it take me sort of like asking like hey like can we read these books (laughs) you know um I know it's sort of like weird times like the school library like isn't like books aren't leaving the library which is really kind of disappointing so if the books weren't already like in the classroom I don't think Mm-hmm. they're getting books from, you know, the school library, but it's just like, yeah, I mean, I think it's disappointing, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of see mm-hmm. how much hasn't changed in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Wait, so do you do this every year? Do you? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> really? This is like an every year thing? Yeah. I mean, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Why does it happen every year? Yeah. I don't know. 
I do not know. Oh I mean, I, I I remember like for you know my my kid who's in second grade this year. Like I remember like emailing the teacher. You know, I think it was like the end of April or like early May to say like, hey, like we're in COVID. Like there's like you know a no and. Already, you know, even a year ago, like just sort of the sense, like we need to affirm, you know, the the identities of Asian American kids. Like, hey, like you know, what do you think about this book? And you know, the poor teacher because she was teaching first grade, like from her living room. You know, like she, didn't, you know, but she, she was like, oh, well, let me see if I can figure out a way. And she like got her hands on a book, but like, yeah, I mean, it's a sort of right. end of April ritual for me. Like, get yeah. some books on the teacher's radar. So. Yeah, that's so good because, like, come to think about it, I actually don't even know if my son, if there was anything that happened. I really need to talk to him. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, for me, I kind of don't expect, (laughs) you know, much to happen. And and I'm still learning the ropes of what it's like to be – to have a kid in sixth grade, right? Because middle school is, like, a whole different thing, right? Whereas in, like – elementary school you can suggest books for like a read-along or something like that right Right. but middle school the curriculum is fairly set right yeah Yeah. and then I know for him you know for my kid I mean like I bring him out to stuff you know all the time which is part of you know in May this is what we did you know we we um you know we went to a couple of community events. There, there was this really great in Oakland. There was this really great um, exhibit of um, um, art that was created by local artists um, that was, you know, thinking about Black Asian solidarity. Mm. Right. We went out to that. Um, we also, um, like, we did something in the community. You know, we. So it was just like, I think because I. I brought him out to stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That there seemed to be, you know, um, I actually need to go back and look at. You know, <laughs> it's a long like, month. <laughs> it's just it's like, what know. happened? Yeah. Yeah. And seriously, you know, I think May is also a really difficult month because work-wise, May is my worst month. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in terms of having, even thinking, being able to think about parenting in May, right is really hard. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I really, this is where I'm like, okay, thank goodness I have so many things set on autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. That stuff just like happens where mm-hmm. May is just really horrible, horrible, you know? Um, but, you know, so I, I, you know, so let's go back to that. I feel like it's really interesting that, you know, you didn't feel like there was like a lot of stuff happening. What about like beyond your community? Do you feel like there was, other stuff that was going on beyond your community and also just in general that um, people were beginning to kind of jump on the APA Heritage Month bandwagon? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it was nice to sort of see, you know, sort of public art, um, you know, like in the Boston area, like um, things like that happening. Um, But I guess we're sort of, you know, I think like, I just sort of feel like we're in a, still like in a weird place where like I haven't really taken my kids like we don't I don't I haven't taken my kids places like I'm not really ready for that and they're like they're sort of like younger so it's sort of like what's the what's the risk benefit of like are they going to get anything from this like is it just going to be like awkward and like weird um Mm -hmm. so it was (laughs) 
yeah. just being like masks and like you know bad weather and like stuff like that. So I think it, we didn't. Yeah, I think it just sort of felt hard because it didn't feel like there were things that I was ready to like participate in, like as a family. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was definitely more going on. Um, it's just sort of harder to figure out how to access things and what was sort of going to feel right for my family, like with our ages and like interests and like, I'm not going to, it's, yeah, is it going to work, you know, for us? Yeah. Yeah. So even celebrating or even being able to go out and figure out what to do became much more complicated because of COVID. Yeah. 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 I would have to agree with that too. Yeah. And I think we're, we're sort of like, like we're we're like I'm like done with screens for the kids, you know. I'm like I don't want you to. Lo- I'm not going to log into another Zoom for you, like to watch. Yeah. Like it's just sort yeah. of we're so, they're so over it. I'm done, you know. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. I don't know that they're going to learn much more from like joining, you know, a, a Zoom on Saturday morning. I'm like I don't really want to do that to them, you know. So it doesn't. I don't know that it gives them any additional sort of insight. But you know, I think it's sort of an ongoing conversation, you know, for our family, you know, to be talking about, you know, why, why is, you know, why is it may, you know, what, what were all of these different factors, you know, what is the sort of timing, like in the history, you know, the history and different pieces. Mm-hmm. So I think that mm-hmm. part, you know, is sort of stuff that we're working on, you know, within, within our family, but less, yeah. you know, of a broader sort of community effort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, because I think outside of, you know, my community, I think I also have, I think it's also a different experience because I was so busy this month. I was mm-hmm. asked to do so many talks and hold so many sessions. And like, I had to, I, I even could not even like schedule in. Right. All of yeah. It, yeah. Right. And then there's people who are contacting me, like, basically, hey, can you do a talk next week? I'm like, no no I can't it's not how it works especially in May and these are these are people I think I talked to a lot of people the last couple months April and May who were trying to organize and pull things together for APA Heritage Month for their companies right Mm -hmm. and it was very clear to me that these companies and these organizations this was their first time Mm. trying to do stuff right and that's always like you know, such a fun and interesting uh, activity <laughs> to interact with people who kind of like don't know how to organize these things, right? And then they they like they reach out and then they're like, "Yeah, can you come in and give a talk next week?" And I'm like, "No, we, I need a little bit more time, you know, mm-hmm. and talk through what is exact what exactly you need and all this stuff, right?" And and it's just it's just really interesting too because some of the th- some of the things that they were asking me to do, right. And then some of the other clients that I've talked to, you know, for my consulting work, they're very focused on like history, right? Mm-hmm. They want, you know, some kind of basic, like, I think most of the time people are asking me, can you do Asian American history in one hour? <laughs> and I'm like, All of it. <laughs> Wait, all 300 years. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, um, you know what? Actually, that's not so bad because I'm usually only given like ten or fifteen minutes. So you know, <laughs> and then the they like, version. <laughs> and then they laugh, and then they're like, "Oh, so you can do it?" I'm like, "No, no, no." But it was only for myself, okay. 
right? <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of that, and then a lot of like a, a lot of talking about anti-Asian violence, mm-hmm. which was you know good. And then like there's a lot of online things too. And I was able to, I really, I really enjoy teaching my Asian American studies class in spring because there's no, you know, shortage of extra credit, you know, events (laughs) I can send them to, right? And especially this year, I think this is also why I feel like there's just so much stuff. Right, because you could, they could just log into Zooms every hour. Yeah, I mean, like, I had to to stop. Like, you know, I maintained this extra credit list for my students, right? And I was like, okay, I just have to stop. There's too much stuff. (laughs) you know like I can't keep can't keep track of it you know but I don't know but I guess this also kind of leads me to feel like leads me to ask this question so Mm -hmm. what now Mm -hmm. right we kind of had this flurry of activity Mm -hmm. in some places right remember like your experience and my experience is very different Mm -hmm. right I mean what do you think is going to happen Delia I mean, I think next April I'm going to send another email. And <laughs> I mean, I think I mean I think the sort of things that I'm engaged, you know, that I'm engaging in with my family, like don't change drastically in like May to June. You know, it's still about you know finding ways to expose like my kids to you know stories that they're not necessarily hearing at school, obviously, um, but also like having conversations, you know, with them about like, what does this mean to you? Like, how are you understanding this? Like, what kinds of like questions do you have? So just really um, keeping the door really wide open, you know, around dialogue and, you know, giving them a chance to kind of to absorb things and ask questions, you know, when they're ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you... I guess I'm also wondering, like, what do you think is going to happen broadly? Because I've heard some people say that, oh, this is just like a trendy thing right now. Or people, mm. this is how people are trying to address anti-Asian violence is like, oh, it happened to be APA Heritage Month, right? Yeah. And it's a very short-lived thing, you know? But what do you think is going to happen on a broader level? I don't know. You know, I feel like it's so... Yeah, I think sometimes thing you know people's attention spans are really short. Um, so I think if there's you know ways that there are that things are being things are changing or, or shifting, like systems are changing, you know, in order for the conversation to continue, you know, I think I don't know. It feels feels weird at this moment that I'm like I'm not sure, you know, if if there if this was you know sort of a massive like tipping point or not, like. I don't know. What do you think? I'm almost afraid to say this, but I feel incredibly pessimistic. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you know what? I so I'm, I feel incredibly pessimistic, but then I also see a lot of moments of possibility. All right, yeah. and and this is what I mean. So, so unfortunately, like one of the problems with you know, the reason I feel like the reason why people aren't taking and many people aren't really taking anti-Asian violence as like a serious thing. Right. And they're not, they don't react as much. Right. Is because of, they don't like the model minority stereotype, right. Mm -hmm. They really don't believe that Asian Americans have real issues. Right. 
much less experience racism. So here we here we are, right? You know, a year and a half, almost, you know, a year and a half later, there's been clear examples of xenophobia, mm-hmm. of hate crimes, of violence, and yet people still are like, oh, I don't I don't get it what's going on with Asians, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like a very extreme thing. So when we when I think about okay, what's gonna happen with APA Heritage Month, like what's gonna happen tomorrow when everyone goes back to work after the long weekend, right? I and this is where my pessimism kind of comes in because if it took like all those people getting hurt and killed, mm-hmm. right, for this to, you know, register and people on a very basic level can't even figure out how to celebrate or even observe AP Heritage Month, right? Mm-hmm. The prospects are bleak. Yeah. You know, and frankly, you know, I don't want to have to go back to being like, y'all should care about this. That mm. APA Heritage Month, you know, should not just be a May thing that happened to be a convenient way right. for your organization, your company to make it look like you support your Asian employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my one hope is that like enough people were like activated, you know, like this spring so that there's like more voices that it's like, not just like me emailing the teachers, but like more people just sort of, sort of saying like, Hey, like maybe this has to happen. You know, that just that there's, a little bit more, you know, of a a louder yeah. voice, you know, kind of saying like, hey, like this is this, you know, there should be a little bit more diversity like in our in our kids books or there should be a little bit more like, you know, mm-hmm. Asian American history, you know, that our kids learn about, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, just small, you know, small little bits, but collectively like coming to a larger voice. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's, it's a really slow process. Right. And I mean, it's, it's change and it's, I think it's, it's hard and it's uncomfortable. I mean, I think even, I think one thing that I've sort of been paying attention to, you know, is like, you know, there's all these different videos you can watch of, you know, mayors or superintendents or just people like talking about it. And I'm just sort of like listening to like how, how comfortable are people like saying like AAPI or APA yeah. or Asian American, you know, and I've heard yeah. like people kind of be like, you know, A, 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 yeah. A, A, you know, and it's like. The pause, like, it's the pause. Or you know what? There's always like the pause after Asian. Right. It's like, right? like Asian American. Yeah. 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 And so like, I'm listening to that, you know, and I'm saying like, okay, well, I think, you know, there's, Clearly, you haven't said this a lot because if you had said it a lot, it would kind of roll off your tongue. You would know, like, in this context, I'm going to say Asian American or in this context, I'm going to say AAPI. Like, and if I can't get the letters right, like, I need to go back and practice more, you know. We can practice, right? right. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Like, remember what the letters stand for. Like, so I think there's, yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to, I think there's lots more work to be done. Well, so, okay, don't get me wrong. I am very hopeful, too. And I do agree with you that I think that there actually have been a lot of people activated. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I'm a little pessimistic because I'm hungry and I haven't eaten dinner yet. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, 
<laughs> right? Um, <laughs> now we know what happens when I'm like a little hungry. But I think, you know, but I, but my question, what my question really is about, right? It's like, what are people going to do now? Mm-hmm. Right? Like a moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, right? This month for me, and I'm someone who's like super immersed in this, right? Mm-hmm. I teach it, you know, I like, I feel really comfortable within it, you know, with it. It's like, that's part of, you know, the, the way I raise, you know, my kid. Right. But this month, right. Especially with the things that were happening, you know, the violence that was happening between Palestinians and Israelis. Okay. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's something that I've, I'm, I'm actually very aware of, I'm, I'm very knowledgeable about that. Right. But what was really interesting to me about that, right, was that folks who had been activated or activists, right, who had been vocal, right, were saying all along this month that, you know, if you're calling for people to address violence against Asians, mm-hmm. you also have to address violence that is happening and that is killing Palestinians, right? Mm-hmm. And so... so Asian American, Asian and Asian American activists were making those connections, mm-hmm. right, between anti-Asian violence, right, and violence that was killing Palestinians. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, ignore the fact that Israelis were also mm-hmm. being harmed and, and and dying as well, right? And so that for me was a really interesting connection, and something that I was also thinking a lot about, and figuring out a way to, you know, connect those things, right, Mm -hmm. in talking about anti-Asian violence and then what was happening, you know, in that region of the world, right? And so even for me, I guess I'm sharing this with you because even for me, right, the, the timing of, you know, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month and then also all the work that I've been doing with, you know, addressing anti-Asian violence and, and, and then, all of the 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 violence that was happening right mm-hmm. between Palestinians and Israelis, right? I think that was that was an opportunity for me to connect to think really more yeah. deeply, right? Right during this time, yeah, yeah. And I think and I, and I think I think that's a really important point for like saying like you know we're not just talking about. Asian American, like Pacific Islander Heritage Month, because, you know, we're Asian Americans, right? But because it's, you know, part of a broader conversation about, you know, whose voice, whose stories are being told, like who's telling the stories, what, you know, what verbs are we using, you know, who is doing this to who, you know, all of these kinds of conversations, like it's a bigger, it's a bigger conversation, right? It's not just about one community, but it's like how are all of these voices or how are all of these experiences, how do they all fit together, you know, in terms of what we're understanding about violence and, and how that happens. Mm-hmm. So what do we hope, right? I mean, in terms of June 1st is tomorrow, <laughs> okay? What do we want to see happen, right? And I'm, I'm thinking about this specifically for our listeners who are like, all right, I did what I could in May. All right. I'm going to try and keep doing stuff. Right. But what do we hope is going to either continue happening or what do we want to see happen happening moving forward now that APA heritage month is over? I mean, I think for me, it's like continuing to kind of like stretch and like push 
you know, because like sometimes the conversations like, you know, kids ask like hard questions and you're like, uh, you know, how do I explain this or how do I talk about this with you? And I think like just embracing that sort of like feeling of like this conversation is hard and not that and not to say that it you know you shouldn't have it but to say like yeah it's hard and we're going to keep having it you know whether it's about you know violence happening you know here like in the US like in Atlanta or like violence happening in other places in the world you know i think like we just have to i don't know just kind of like gather some strength and like keep having those conversations like it's not just like we talk about it in february we talk about it in may like it's that's not really how it works because that's not how the world works so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you what do you hope happens tomorrow <laughs> well yeah i mean what i would love to see happen right so on a very you know basic level right i <clears throat> i think people can continue doing some of the things that they're doing that they've been doing this month. Like, for example, one of the things that I really felt like was so fun. And so it was just like a way to get people thinking was the collaboration we did this this month with East Wind Books, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we did book bundles, you did such a fantastic job curating, you know, this book giveaway, these book giveaways, you know, every week, right, to really try and get people to think about, all right, you know, like expanding, you know, what you're reading, because, you know, we gave away books for, you know, early, middle, and then adult readers, Mm -hmm. right? So on a very basic level, I think that's something that we can do. And in addition to that, the, another fun thing that you were doing, right, was that you participate in the, in the uh, uh, Books and Boba. Yeah, Boba and Asian Books. Books Challenge, yeah. Asian Book Challenge, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and that was amazing because I have to tell you, and I think we have to do an episode on this, right, <laughs> um, is that there is like so, there's so many Asian American books that are coming out. Yeah. Now. yeah. I mean, like in comparison to everybody else, it's not that much right but just what you're like just what i'm used to mm-hmm. okay there's like tons of stuff coming out i mean i, I literally cannot keep up i <laughs> on my goodness, i just keep adding stuff adding stuff adding stuff okay <clears throat> so i feel like people don't have an excuse in terms of like okay that individual thing that you can do is you know listen to I mean, yeah, listen to Books and Boba, right? Like, even, like, go, there's so many book lists that came out for APA Heritage Month as well, yeah, yeah. right? Like, look at those book lists, and then you don't even have to buy it. You just go to your library and request it, and it'll yep. show up. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's so amazing they do. Like yeah, it's like, right, and it's so efficient, okay? <laughs> so I, so on a very basic level, I think we can all do that, right? I think the other thing, right, that um, the other thing, that can happen very, very easily too, is that there's Asian American history in our communities. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Asian American history that is online that we can easily access mm-hmm. to. There has never been, I think, a, you know, a moment in time where it's like, we can't access this information now. We right. just have to figure out how to look for it. You know, yeah. Yeah. if it's not like the Smithsonian, you know, APA, um, uh, uh, why am I blanking on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> letters are letters are gone too. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm I'm hungry. Okay, that's my excuse. Okay. Um, but yeah, like everything from the Smithsonian to 
because we're a year or so into the pandemic now, right? I think there's so many public uh, places like that, right? Mm -hmm. That have put their curriculum and their exhibits, their permanent collections like online now, right? Yeah. And we could easily do that. Yeah. Yeah. And now that we're reopening, right? We're beginning to able to access some of that stuff again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I think that's sort of like the one you know, thing that's been really amazing is just sort of like seeing how like easy it is, you know, to just RSVP for a Zoom talk at any library, you know, across the country, right? Basically, like if you saw someone who's speaking somewhere, like you could RSVP for it. So there is a lot of great information out there. I think it's just, you know, making help, you know, to find the time to do the research you know i think that's the piece where it's like sometimes it takes a little bit of digging you know to find the right thing that's you know filling the gap that you have in your knowledge or just finding the right thing that speaks um to you know the audience you know to your kids or whatever ages they are or to adults like what kinds of things you need you know for Mm -hmm. for your own for your own growth but there's so much out there yeah and then you know don't even get me started on i mean Asian American actors too <laughs> are starting to get roles. I mean, like, I mean, I think that there's just so much that I think what's really important, right? And this is to answer my own question is that we continue supporting, right? These things that are being produced, right? That help, help continue, help, that helps us continue having these discussions. Right. Yeah. Not only amongst ourselves, but also with our kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has sort of been a fun way to kind of recap and just kind of like reflect on, you know, what this particular month has, has meant to us, you know, in our, in our, where sort of we are at this moment, because it's such a strange and sort of unique time you know to be like talking like from california to massachusetts like what are things what does it feel like what's what's going on um and just you know slowly emerging you know from this pandemic all at the same time so thanks so much for being you know for talking through this you know once again and (laughs) that was such an epic debrief oh my gosh i I literally have never debriefed apa heritage with anybody before i'm like I, you know what? I need to do this every year. I need right. to do a like, okay, let's get ourselves ready for APA Heritage Month, right? <laughs> and then like, all right, what did we do? What did we do? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a good. I mean, I think it helps like to kind of think about what you know, what went well, you know, what what things would, might you change like for next year, and you know, what kind of hopes yeah. do you have? So yeah, yeah. So listeners, we hope that <clears throat> you take some time to think about how APA Heritage Month was for you, right? And again you know, no worries if you didn't actually get to do a lot of the things that, you know, you wanted to do, right? As Delia and I were talking about, it's a great time for you to continue doing that because, hey, every day should be APA Heritage Month, right? (laughs) So true. So true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for listening in on another, you know, conversation that Delia and I, you know, we have and find us uh, at From Here Podcast on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're also available on your favorite podcast listing platform. When you have a chance, drop us a love note. Let us know how we're doing. Delia, it's been awesome. It's been fun. It's great talking to you, Don. We'll talk soon again. And thanks, listeners. Take care. Bye.